Howdy guys, Mac here. Alex has been sitting on a few 30 and 20 year old Cubans for a while now, and uh, he didn't dare touch him without bringing us along for the ride, so let's get into it. Episode 4, My Cigar Pack Podcast. Let's do it, episode 4. That's 4. The My Cigar Pack Podcast. We've got my man Mac right here to my right. Mac. Got a franchise Ooh. name right here in the middle. What is that in here? Hennessy Very Special Cognac. What makes it very special? Well, it's the moment. We're going to have some 20-year-old Cuban cigars. That's exactly right, 20-year-old Cuban cigars. Oh. I can feel the hipsters shaking in their boots. Ooh. Let me sit. Poor you. Poor you. Not some. very aromatic. Probably lost a lot of its oils on the wrapper. Oh, you think? And uh, plume galore. Definitely plume galore right here. Ooh. Actually, let's do another... Bottle kill? Yeah, well, I think we got another round left in sure. there. But we'll do a bottle kill. What am I smoking? You're smoking uh, Rowaina, and I think the Rowaina is... It's either ninth. It's uh, vintage 2002, and this is a Monte Cristo. I think it's the number two. One of my favorite cigars, favorite Cuban cigars. If it works, it's fantastic. Um, and we'll get to that if it works, that conditional statement there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great cigar. It, I, I don't say that often about Cuban cigars. I'm not a Cuban hater. Um, but, but neither are you blindly a Cuban Yeah, lover. but we're, we're going to, I think we're going to get to the bottom of it. I don't know if you have like a very bright outlook on, on Cuban cigars, but. I've had a couple that were both plugged. Okay. But uh, they still had good flavor. In my can, you, can you try it out for, uh, for mine? These please? are very delicate. I, I for sure. That's why yeah. I want to leave the steady, steady hands mad to it. But uh, meanwhile, man, there's a gnat on my eye. Ooh, there's two gnats, one on each. Yeah, that's Ooh. why I want to light. I just, I want to get these, these mosquitoes away. There you go. I was, I was thinking about calling it a. Um, Warm, Ooh, I can smell warm it. fall afternoon in Santiago. It's gotta well, be. It's gotta be one of the hottest. You mean late summer? Because we have. No, for sure. That I mean, this is November first. This is fall. This is one thousand percent fall. We have summer year round here. I don't know what you're talking about. We've had summer year rounds in the past years, but let me tell you, man, it, it, it had been. Yeah, but give smokeable, it a shot. Smokeable. Give it a shot, obviously. Yeah, man, that's uh, odds are definitely not in your favor when smoking these these uh, these Cubans, man, especially old ones. There you go. We're we're lighting up with butane uh, here. Yeah, there's a lot of comments about <laughs> but about. I mean, it's expected. It's the first thing coming up. There's a guy that said that we don't know how to light. We actually have no idea how to light. Not so a clue. I'm actually. I would. I would. I would encourage whoever said that. To make a video on how to light a cigar, send it over, and we'll push that. it in our channel. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll put in a thumbnail or like a small little clip on, on the video. I mean, yeah. we're happy to share knowledge. Knowledge yeah. is power. Knowledge. I mean, knowledge I'm not being moves, sarcastic. Knowledge is money, power. Knowledge moves the world. Absolutely. So oh. these are twenty-year-old cigars, and yes. to give you a quick background, how'd you get them? Daniel Nunez. Daniel Nunez is a mentor of mine, a close friend, a close friend of my father's. He uh, he was president 
for I mean if you if you know you know this is one of the if you know you know things and Daniel Nunez is is one of the subjects of if you know you know Daniel Nunez was not plug actually not bad Lucky was you. a president of General Cigar for wow uh, good part of the 90s I'm not sure if late 80s, early 2000s. I mean, that 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 was a guy responsible for the growth and the, uh, the exponential rise of General Cigar Company, and you know he took that company from uh, from its foundation to to being the largest um, tobacco retailer retailing uh, manufacturer in the United States in the 90s. I mean, he rode the bo- the boom. He rode the early 2000s, even when the boom was down. Um, Macanudo was the number one selling cigar. It still is, unbelievably, one of the top selling cigars in the United States. And that's still really? a, 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 resid, a residual effect from um, from Daniel Nunez's work in the 90s and, and early 2000s. He's, cheers. cheers. He is definitely a tobacco man. He's, uh, oh. It's lovely. Grew up in the Dominican Republic, went to school in uh, Texas, um, went to school for agriculture. Um, well, you know, his, you know his daughter, Natalia Nunez. She went to school. She went to school with me. She was in my class. You're what? Five, six years ahead of me? I'm not sure, man. Something like that. I think like three or four, not that much. Like, I think like f- maybe four or four years ahead of you, four or five years ahead of you. All right. Whatever. Point is... Um, yeah, we went went to, went to school with his daughter, and he's he stayed um, close friend. He does a lot of work with with Cuba. Um, he's he's has a consulting company. Still works. He's bringing a new cigar back to the market potentially soon. Um, but definitely a, a, a very knowledgeable guy. Has a outstanding, just unbelievable collection. And every time we hang out, he brings a different. You know, opened up box of like Cohibas from the '90s and stuff like that. I mean, I'll, I'll we'll put some B-roll. I, I did a little. You had a couple Cohibas back. Oh, there's a bunch. I mean, I've got a bunch of old. I'm I'm not a like I won't hype them up. I have a bunch of old Partagas, Cohibas, Robinas, Oyo Monterreys. I have everything, man. I have. I mean, not have everything. I have a lot. I remember last time, <laughs> I sat with here. I sat with Charlie from Half Wheel, and uh, the Bovada crew, and I brought out some a box that Daniel. Nunez gave me one of the most coveted uh, Cohibas. It was like a late 90s uh, production, and I pull it out, and I pulled out one of the co- another box of Cohibas. I thought I was pulling that one out, and I put it out, and I was like, oh, this is this year. I was flaunting to it, and Charlie turns it around. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, shoot. I picked out the wrong box. Nonetheless, it was a great cigar. Every, I mean, everybody's cigar performed. Luckily, I mean, that's against all odds. But let's get to it. That's enough with the BS. Let's smoke the cigar. See what's up. Well, I'm getting, uh, I'm not getting too much out of this one yet. Just a slight peppery touch. Uh, and let's say uh, a bit of a vegetable residue in mouth. Like, uh, like you eat uh, lightly boiled broccoli, how that coats your mouth. That's that's what I'm getting. So it's a veg, a peppery vegetable flavor for now. It's it's funny because I get sort of the same, but I had a long time I didn't smoke cigar, 
that when I, I, I mean, I retro pretty much every puff. Sometimes I, not supposed to say this on camera, sometimes I take a little puff just to feel the, the boldness of the nicotine in there, but I feel, oh, no, you did. I feel kind of a peppery dominance in the back palate. Uh, I really don't feel much yet in the front palate, mid palate. There's not a lot of density in the smoke, but I had such a long time. I don't remember when was the last time that I retrohaled back continuously back to back, and I literally feel air coming out of my nose. Like, it's just... You don't feel the smoke? I feel nothing. It's and, crazy. You know, I'm not too surprised because I've seen some research done on X-Rage cigars, and the thing is that a lot of the oils have long gone. That's 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 a given, man. Yeah. But that's, I mean... There's, uh, this may be a great topic yeah, for, for, for zero further. harshness, yeah, no harshness, no harshness at, all. at all. And I think that that's the virtue of an H cigar. Uh, ultimately, it's you might not have the most mind-blowing smoke, but you're definitely not going to have an unpleasant one, because most of the unpleasantries have long gone as well. Yeah, those are. I mean, unpleasantness comes from heightened negative. Um, you know, notes or nuances. So if, if something is toned down, I love the background noise of the birds. If something's toned down, even if you're not, you know, inversely getting a positive, um, you know, heightened flavor that you like, you're also not going to get anything negative, super exponentiated in your palate. It's, 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 I think that's as much as we have to say right now. Uh, as in, it's an easygoing smoke. This one's kind of a little bit plugged, but it's still an easygoing smoke, which is uh, those two usually don't go in the same sentence. Uh, but what's this one called again? It's a Rovaina. Rovaina. Yeah. Never heard of these Cubans, honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh, his son, uh, Hirochi, sells the brand in the U.S. So it's a cool story behind that, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, man, so as I was saying, like, this is, this isn't something I really hype up a lot. I mean, I mean, these Montes, I think this is number two. Number two is like a Rothschild or a Lonsdale. That might be a Lonsdale. I think this is a Rothschild. The number twos are, when you get really good Cubans, they're, when, when you get really good number twos, they're unbelievable. Um, I'm not going to call this one really good. It's just, it's just lost a lot. But going back to that topic, I'll argue that you can definitely age a cigar 40 years and keep the oils, um, you know, maintain uh, a lot of the oils. I've smoked a 40-year-old cigar with a lot of power. Um, I've smoked a 10-year-old cigar with a lot of power, and it's not supposed I mean, I've smoked cigars that get pow like attain more power with age. Really? Yeah. I mean, let me just give you a quick... Let me give you a blend. It's how blend, how the tobaccos blend inside, how they age together. So a, a, a raw blend is not going to give you all the nuances and the profile. You don't necessarily lose the oils. Yeah. You don't necessarily lose the oils. Sometimes oils blend in together with time, and with age, they get stronger. Mysterious Tiger, original blend, totally um, could be dominated by um, Williams' palate. He claimed the blend got stronger with time. I smoked a f quite a few of those cigars from an old batch. And from a new one. And from a new one. And I felt the older batch was stronger than the new one. 
So I guess, uh, well, if, if anyone in, in within our viewers has been down to Santiago and caught a factory tour with me, uh, very slim chances of that. But when I was at La Aurora, I would often tell people <laughs> going by the aging room that some, some of the magical things that happen in the aging room is that the oils sort of intermingle between leaves. Correct. When you leave tobaccos to age together, uh, they absorb each other's characteristics and, that, and aging sometimes uh, will give you will give you the balance that blend never had and uh i think that what's going on here is as those oils synergize the strongest survive and you get a concentration i, of I absolutely agree and you have a concentrated amount of uh uh of the strong oils so it's not really that the cigar ultimately got stronger but you feel more of that strength yep i think that's what's going on there yeah, I think it could be perception of the palate. I mean, how, how those flavors express themselves throughout that mingling. Um, I think that's a very valid posture. I mean, that could very well be. But going back to smoking a extremely aged Cuban cigar, uh, this is something that you read about a lot. You see, you see pictures, you see, you know, people flaunting their old you know, Cuban collections. And I think it's really cool that we're putting it out there and, and we're, you know, we're showing one side of the, of the, you know, one side of the coin, uh, one side of the story, one version, which is they're good. They're decent. They're, yep. they're not a lot of flavors right now, but we could have definitely gotten them. I mean, I pulled them out. They were, you know, a lot of Cubans don't, are not, don't use cellophane, right? So aging them and storing them is very complex these were given to me in a box so i took them out put them in a ziploc put them in over the pack wrote down the names i mean we'll see the b-roll that i've actually smoked a few that are not in the back there's like part i guess there's a sneaky tiger there's like some hoyos or whatever point is um say that again hoyos 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 but these are uh these are i mean you can see them they're i don't know if you can notice they're very dry they feel yeah. dry in, uh, in your hands dude cutting it yeah. Gotta be really, really careful. Good thing I carry a sharp knife with me. A cutter, a guillotine cutter, shred. It would shred it. Yeah. Uh, for sure. If you if you just had one of those uh, generic guillotine cutters, unless it's really, really sharp, you would have destroyed the cigar. Absolutely destroyed it. Just, just, man. Uh, but going back to the flavors, let's not talk about flavors and talk about aroma, because I am picking up a lot of that now. As soon as you just mentioned that, I picked up a little bit of flavor. Yeah, I'm getting a nutty aroma. Yep, I'm getting nutty flavor. I'm getting a nutty, nutty aroma, and I'm getting kind of like that. It's like a salted cracker. Like it's trying to say, "Hey, I'm salty. I'm, there's some earthy kind of thing going on here," but it doesn't really pronounce a lot. And that's in the flavor. The nuttiness, I do, I do sense it in in the nostrils. You know, I'm breathing in the smoke, which you really shouldn't do, but I'm breathing it just to get a little bit more out of this yeah, one. Yeah, who says you shouldn't? Well, this uh, is just a leaf, rolled up bunch of leaf. All right, it's natural. Uh, gasoline's natural, too. Gasoline doesn't have a scent, actually. Really? Yeah. I thought it was propane. It's an added, it's a, it's added to the gasoline, so there's... So you know when there's a spill yeah, and so when it's unsafe? heightened awareness when there's a spill really? and it doesn't have color, it doesn't have a smell, it's pretty neutral well who who would have thought I, I definitely would have thought that would have fact would be coming from me i thought it'd be coming from you but really i i, I turntables i thought that was uh, propane 
I know for a fact that propane, because Dominican propane has way less of it. Uh, going to the states and oh, I was talking about gasoline. You're yeah, I know. About gas. I'm talking about the uh, additive, right? Okay. So I didn't know gasoline had that too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, it's it's news to me. Fact check me. So. Oh, that's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. You, so theoretically, you could light a cigar with gasoline, pure gasoline. And not have it matter too much? Pure gasoline without you said it's the odorless. additive? Yeah, you said it's odorless. I mean, it's also super volatile. I mean, it's, it's the volatility is... Control the flame. Thank you, sir. Kill that bottle now. Yeah, it's, a, it's time for the bottle kill. That is a question I'm afraid to answer in uh, live television. <laughs> well, uh, we're just asking the question, really. Uh, my thoughts in general are... Uh, Contaminating the cigar matters, but contaminating your palate matters more. Absolutely. So, I mean, you could be all, all snobby and uh, light your cigars with cedar spills, but let's say you had a cheesecake before you smoked your stick. Bottle kill. kill that. Bottle, Bottle kill. kill. Let's have a, you what? Let's say you have a cheesecake before you smoke your stick. You've got a contaminated palate. It doesn't matter what you light it with, but you're going to have all that sugar all those uh, milky flavors and etc. Yep. In your palate already. So. Agreed. And cheesecake's pretty good. It's fantastic. Now, General James Mattis once said, "Always carry a knife just in case there's cheesecake." Beautiful. He said he added something else to that, uh, but I'm not. I don't need to say it. What matters <laughs> is the cheesecake. I um. I'm trying to pace myself. I feel there's, feel it's getting a little hot. Um, there's, it looks from, like, if you see from the side, it feels like there's a little paralysis going on, so it means it's actually decently rolled, but did, you see a gap right here? Do you see it? Yep. So that's making it heat up quite fast, and it goes pretty deep, so I'm trying to pace myself. I never want to, so I look at the ash, and I always want to see it white, black, I mean, I don't want to see any fire. I don't want to see any red, right? So I let it cool down. So I was getting a little bit of a harsh flavor for a second there. Um, but that, that you know, you can manage that. This one isn't performing too, too great, but it's not bad either. Uh, it's not burning evenly inside. Um, so what I'm, you can even see the wrapper is, is getting yeah. black. Uh, but what I'm seeing here is, I'm not Charizard. sure. <laughs> Charizard, charring it. Uh, well. The wrapper is definitely uh, charring itself, but what I'm getting is I'm not sure if it's a construction issue or just a consequence of the aging. Because I haven't smoked that many 20-year-old sticks. Feel it? Like roll it up in your in your fingers? I'm going to crack it, dude. No, just don't. No pressure. You can feel the density of the cigar based on the size. It's what we talked about today. Yep, th this one's crushed though. I, I can feel it, but this one's crushed. You can feel that the, the filler is packed, sort of like an accidental box press, unless this was supposed to be a box can press. I, can I hold it for a second? Sure, go for it. It's not crushed like broken, but it's, it's a little squishy. Yeah, it's a lot more dense than mine is. Really? Yeah, but I'm, I'm applying a lot of pressure right now, and I don't hear any cracks. I so do. It's, no, I just, that was like, it's like, because I went too low, I went too close to the heat. Who went to so close to the to the sun that burned? I didn't see now. No. 
Edwin Calcinado? No. It was uh. <laughs> you didn't get that. That's a, that's a Dominican inside joke. Exactly. Calcinado. It's funny. <laughs> uh, who who was it that went got too close to sun and burned? Um. Icarus. Icarus. Yeah, Icarus with his uh, with his dad's wings. Yeah, with the wings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. They said in space, so I was thinking of an actual no, astronaut. No, a sun, man. Of whom I had no idea. It turns out I knew all along it was Icarus. Icarus. Uh, well. So what f- about the pairing? What do, you, what do you feel? I mean, I, I think this uh, is, it's pretty good. I mean. I think that the drink is outclassing the stick. I think so. I, I agree. You don't want to agree, but you do. Here's the thing. Take t- take a puff. Yeah. Do a little retro. Take a sip. Grassy. When you when you take the sip, close your mouth. No, no, take a take a take a gulp. Close your mouth. Breathe through your nose. Take five breaths. I feel it's it's so dull without the the liquor that the liquor's actually enhancing it. Did you, did you pick up any flavors? I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm you're just, just getting the liquor. You're all pensive, and then you're like, I, I'm just getting the liquor. <laughs> no, I got I got, a, I got a little bit of, like, raisin there. And I know this is this is not raisin-y. Hmm. It's not giving you... It's grapey. It's grapey. Yeah, it's grapey. Yeah, it's, it's literally grapey. It's, literally, it's yeah, cognac. It's cognac. So. It is, it's, yeah, quite literally. I'm, I played myself <laughs> a little bit there. Don't ever play yourself. Listen, man, but... I really feel like I have to touch this one up because it's 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 gonna turn into a shovel if I don't. Going back to this, I mean, if you have a chance to get your hands on super aged Cuban cigars, if you ever do, because that's such a normal thing to find. Like, no, I mean, it, it is, it is. There, there is there is certain normality. I mean, you there's a there's a there's something I want to make clear here. I have nothing against Cuban cigars. Me neither. I think they're pretty good. I think once you find a good cigar, it's usually pretty good. The only problem is the consistency. I mean... No argument there. 15 out of 20 cigars in a box are going to be plugged or they're going to be underfilled. They're going to be just basically underperforming, right? So Why? Because of the lack of quality control, the lack of product quality in Cuba because of the government's wow we're getting into politics this is dangerous well let's just leave it at and we're we got two minutes to wrap it up all right we got two minutes I think we can leave it at their industry isn't quite as developed as their their industry was the was the originator of cigar industry as we know it today but it went to it stopped because of the government right I agree and you know, even though they have a lot of resources within the cigar industry, it's standardized. I mean, I've heard from reputable um, individuals that there is there's companies that blend cigars and literally classify them by classify them by color, and that's how they they slap on brands based on color sorting. But that's a really? that's a story for another day. I mean, I think we have to leave it for another day. We have to leave it for another day. Right now, um, you know, we're having a nice drink. We're outside. It was too hot to record inside. Episode number four. It's a wrap. Yeah. Mac, you want to shoot some last words regarding this uh, 
fantastic cigar. Yeah, my last words are going to be a bit of a self-proposal. How about we teach people how to find Cubans when they visit the DR so they don't get ripped off at the beach? And teach ourselves as and well. teach ourselves. So uh, we'll look into that and uh, get something ready for the folks at home. Let's do it. Peace, guys. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, it's time to go. We're going to wrap it up. It's been a decent experience. Let's, let's call it that. I mean, it's a good time. Have a good chat here. Cue the outro. Peace. Peace. Hey guys, it's Alex, and if you enjoyed this episode or any other one from the podcast, check out our websites, MyCigarPack.com and CigarYard.com, where we provide the most dynamic cigar subscription service in the market by collecting the world's best cigars and delivering them to your door, and a enhanced online shopping experience when buying your cigars or learning from the culture. Subscribe to this channel, share it with your friends and family, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can contact us through our websites. Check it out, mycigarpack.com and cigaryear.com, our YouTube channel, the podcast. It's all an ecosystem. See you soon.